as I hope that you've been able to figure out by our prayers, our opening prayer of the collect, and by our readings, today is the Feast of the Transfiguration. August 6th is always the Feast of the Transfiguration, and it's not normally a holy day of obligation. Maybe it should be, but it's not a holy day of obligation, but because it falls on a Sunday, today we celebrate it. We're used to hearing these readings, and I hope all of you are familiar with the story of the Transfiguration. We actually get to hear it every year on the second Sunday of Lent. We hear this gospel, at least in its various forms, from the three different gospel writers, from Matthew, which we have today, and also from Mark and Luke, depending on the year. So in that cycle, we get to hear this story many times over our lives. And it's a beautiful, beautiful story, and there's many different things to draw from it, depending on how we, how we think about things when we hear this story. And it's good, like so many different things we hear in sacred scripture, to ponder on the word of God, to let it dwell in our hearts and shed light on our hearts so that we can draw meaning from it. We have this story today of our blessed Lord taking his three of his closest disciples, Peter, James, and John, bringing them up the mountain, and then he's transfigured in light. So his face, this beautiful poetic expression, it shines like the sun. And out from his clothes radiate light. Not like the light that shines on us from light bulbs or the sun, this light comes from him, the light from light, true God from true God. It comes out from him, from his face, from his clothes, to illuminate the apostles, his beloved apostles. Also, we hear the words of God the Father speaking to them. This is my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased listen to him. Another translation would say, maybe closer to the Greek, this is my beloved son in whom I delight. Listen to him. Why did this happen? Why did the transfiguration happen? And what does it mean for us? Why did the transfiguration happen? Our Lord is taking off the veil of his divinity here on this mountain for these three apostles and for us by extension because we're members of that body of the church. Our Lord here, normally he's going around in his, we see his humanity. We see his flesh, we see his blood, we see all of the different things that we do and share with him. But on this particular occasion, he takes these three apostles up, shows them something different. Shown them miracles before, but now he shows his divinity, light. Later, after the resurrection, when our Lord rises from the dead, we get to see that more. We get to see this luminescence about him. 
They're giving, they're given a preview here. They're given a preview show them that this is a divine person. Not just a man. This is God here. Showing him that glory that exists from all eternity. Why? Why would he do that? The Western church, and there's many ways to, to determine why he would do this, but in the Western church, the Latin Catholic church, the Roman side, we tend to think of this one aspect of the transfiguration that makes it important, especially for these three apostles. Our Lord was not transfigured here for his own sake. He didn't have to reveal his glory just to show off. The Father did not, to, did not need to speak about delighting in his Son. He did need to speak to these apostles. The Lord needed to show his glory because these three apostles had a weak faith. Weak faith that needed strengthening. We could actually look at our own selves and say, I need that kind of thing too, maybe. Our faith might be weak. Right before this passage about the transfiguration, our Lord is having a conversation with the apostles. and He says, I'm going to Jerusalem. I'm going to be persecuted. I'm going to be tortured. I'm going to die. And I'm going to rise again. They have no idea what the Lord was headed for. Peter even rebukes our Lord and says, no, no way, no way. Suffering is not the path to glory. The Lord says, get behind me, Satan. This is how it must be done. And then six days later, he takes them up the mountain to strengthen their faith so that when about 40 days, 50 days, 60 days later, our Lord goes to Jerusalem, suffers, and the, these apostles who were weak in faith could be strengthened to remember this one moment on that mountain when they saw his glory. These were the same three apostles were, that were with him when our Lord went up the hill the Mount of Olives, when our Lord knelt down in prayer, and our Lord was transfigured not by light, but by blood and sweat. This is the same men who fled when our Lord mounted the cross on the hill of Calvary. And our Lord was not speaking to Moses and Elijah. Our Lord was speaking to two thieves. These apostles ran away, except for John. For men who were weak in faith. In the preface coming up here in, in a little bit, right before the Eucharistic prayer, it says that the transfiguration happened to help the hearts of these men who were weak in faith so that they could remember this 
the hurt that they experienced at the passion of our Lord, that this would help them. Our Lord gives times to each of us, like he did to the apostles, to help us through suffering. Because we all suffer in life, most of us. We all suffer, and that our Lord hopefully given you and I a moment in time to help us, to help us prepare us for suffering. Our Lord shows his glory to these apostles so that when our Lord has been crucified, when he's been buried, that they remember, I saw him, I saw his glory. I'm going to hold on to that moment to get me through what I'm experiencing, the shame, hurt, absolute suffering and despair that they were going through. Our Lord had been taken away. And they testify to it. St. Peter in our epistle today says, I was there. Listen to my words. I saw his glory. I heard the Father speak. He is real. He is God. He revealed his divinity to me and the others. Hopefully, sometime in our life, we are suffering the most, whether it be mental, spiritual, physical pain, that we can draw back to an experience where God revealed glory to us, whether that's in the Adoration Chapel in prayer, where we just say, Lord, it is good that I am here. Let me hang on to this moment like Peter wanted to. Maybe it's at Mass, a quiet Mass. Maybe receiving the Blessed Sacrament with reverence. Perhaps we've experienced a miracle in our lives. Say, Lord, I need that moment to get me through something difficult. I'd encourage you this week, maybe today, maybe during the week, take some time to consider when has God transfigured your life? When has God entered into your life so that when you suffer, you could draw on that experience and say, I'm not in charge here, but I can get this through this with God's grace. I need your help, Lord. You seem distant from me in the suffering. I remember what you have done for me. Remember your glory. Remember how you transformed me at that moment. Help me, Lord, see it through the end and be faithful and strengthen 